the Nigerian Economic Summit Group in its role as connector, dialogue partner, watchdog, and intervener. When you first start business, your target is to make your first million. Seeks to change the narrative and trajectory of the Nigerian economy. The Nigerian economy. Together with our partners, we're not just solving problems, but preventing them. Because when advocacy succeeds, the nation transforms for the better. But advocacy is for the strong. It takes fact-based inputs, resilience, partnerships, courage, and a lot of heroes. So be our hero. Subscribe to our channel, listen to our messages, and engage with us. Together, we can transform Nigerian lives, communities, and businesses. Welcome to the NESG Radio. In 1979, when Deng Xiaoping embarked on the reforms that will propel China out of underdevelopment, China was in an even worse economic position than we are in today. It had experienced what has been described as the deadliest famine in human history, and an estimated 40 million Chinese had perished as a result of the self-inflicted policies of the so-called Great Leap Forward. The entire Second Industrial Revolution had passed China by. China could have remained in the doldrums, a forgotten nation. Instead, chastened by the experience, her leaders put on their thinking caps, reformed their economy to attract investments and developed their people to ride the wave of semi-automation that was changing the face of production for global consumer markets. Xiaoping was clear in his mind that his people had suffered enough, and he committed himself and the party to acting in their long-term interests. It did, it did not all happen in his lifetime, but he set the ball rolling. He was a hardened communist, but was prepared to do whatever was necessary. He famously declared that it does not matter whether a cat is black or white, so long as the cat catches mice. We, the government and people of Nigeria, must act now with fierce urgency to reform and secure our future. We must, without any further bickering and equivocation, position ourselves to be part of and benefit from the fourth industrial and economic revolution. Your Excellency, the President of the Federal Government of Nigeria, President Muhammadu Buhari, GCFR, ably represented by the Vice President, here present virtually, Excellency Professor Yemi Oshibajo, S-A-N-G-C-O-N. Your Excellencies, the governors here present, Governor Nasir El-Rufai, and the Nasara State Governor is just coming into the room. Your Excellencies, distinguished ministers here present, thank you for coming. Your Lord, spiritual and temporal, our special permanent secretaries, my colleagues on the board of the NESG, captains of industry, 
distinguished citizens of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, good morning and welcome. It's a great privilege and pleasure to deliver this opening statement at the 27th Nigerian Economic Summit. I would like to express our immense gratitude to President Muhammadu Buhari, GCFR, and Vice President Yemi Oshibajo, DCON, for their continuous support to the annual Nigerian Economic Summit, as well as a special thanks to the Honorable Minister for Finance, Budget, and National Planning, Dr. Mrs. Zainab Ahmed, who has been traveling consistently for over 20 hours to get here today and on time. And I'd also like to thank the Minister of State for Budget and National Planning, Prince Clem Hihana Deagba, for reinforcing the public-private sector partnership. We're truly grateful to you, Madam. We're grateful to the leadership and members of the National Assembly, our state governors, and members of the Federal Executive Council for keeping faith with the summit and working in the national interest with the Nigerian Economic Summit Group in these past years. We also thank our development partners, as well as our sponsors, for continuing to stand with us in these difficult times. I thank most especially the members and volunteers of the NESG for keeping the faith against all the odds. Finally, as I give thanks, I most sincerely thank my colleagues on the board of the NESG for giving up so much of their time and their resources in the national interest. They all always pay to serve. Thank you. With your help, we have since 1993 sustained the longest standing unbroken public-private dialogue mechanism in Africa, led and funded by the private sector, earning the NESG, the World Bank PPD Howard's Award in 2017. The summit has generated immense interest from across Africa as to how we have built a co-creation platform that mobilizes the government, business development partners, academia, and civil society leaders to set crucial national policy priorities. While we may come across as talking and writing a lot, and we've been accused of that frequently, repeating ourselves and being persistent the sustainability of evidence-based national dialogues and crucial conversations in the economy is our business and it is our institutional mandate. Successive summits have facilitated the convergence of ideas that become recommendations, recommendations that become policy proposals, and some of these policy proposals have resulted in positive socioeconomic action and change. We understand that the development trajectory of our country may not reflect the efforts we have put into the past 26 summits and the work we do between summits. However, we must never forget that the most significant and impactful policies of successive administrations which emanated from summit discussions have not happened by chance, but rather they have happened by our collective, consistent, and sustained efforts 
as advocates and reformers. We honor and thank those patriots who in the national interest and in their determination to enable a great country conceived and conceptualized the Nigerian Economic Summit as the premier platform for public-private dialogue. Sadly, one of them, Alaji Ahmed Joda CFR, passed on earlier this year. We pay tribute to his lifetime of service to our nation, as well as his unflinching dedication and support to the Nigerian Economic Summit. May I respectfully request that we observe a moment of silence in honor of this great man, Alaji Ahmed Joda. Thank you. May his great soul rest in perfect peace. Thank you. We will show a video on the life and times of Halaji Joda sometime between the first and plenary sessions. The lesson we learned from Halaji Joda and other founding fathers of the summit is that we must stay the course. If he, after a lifetime of advocacy and reform on the Nigerian project, was still undeterred and remained optimistic to the very end, so must we. Therefore, each time we convene for the summit, we must renew our purpose. It is a task that never ends, but we cannot be tired. It may be after this summit or the next one or the one after that the transformative cocktail of recommendations will be efficiently and speedily implemented. In the last six years, our journey at the successive economic summits has accentuated and captured the essence of our reform imperatives. In 2015, we asked the nation to consider the tough choices required to avert what we predicted would be a perfect economic storm in 2016. A perfect economic storm. In 2016, the storm arrived in the form of an economic recession. And that year, the summit themed Made in Nigeria called for a decisive and well-coordinated plan of export-led economic diversification and recovery and macroeconomic stability so we could navigate and powerfully exit the storm. The administration subsequently responded with some reform intents through the Economic Recovery and Growth Plan the ERGP, and the Presidential Enabling Business Environment Council, PEBEC, which were crucial to signaling our commitment to economic recovery. Our summit in 2017 and 2018 were dedicated to facilitating the ERGP. In 2019, we marked our 25th anniversary with the theme, Nigeria 2050 Shifting Gears. We called for the country to take a long-term perspective to resetting the fundamentals for the emergence of a dominant, competitive, and prosperous Nigeria of our dreams. Three consistent underlying issues have kept recurring in our advocacy. The low level of economic policy coordination, the pace of reforms, and the low policy efficiencies and inconsistency, those three issues. To many of the crucial policies required to deliver results have simply taken too long to be reviewed, approved, and acted upon, 
resulting in an inability to coordinate various policies that were out of step with each other. Last year, at NES 26, we gathered against the backdrop of two momentous events. The world was grappling with a global pandemic that reset the pace and trajectory of socioeconomic activity for households, firms, and countries. For us in Nigeria, the impact of the pandemic worsened our vulnerabilities to external shocks due to the structural weaknesses of our economy. Our heavy reliance on imported goods and our continuous dependence on crude oil as a major source of revenue. In response, the federal and state governments adopted several measures to address the debilitating effects of the economic meltdown orchestrated by the pandemic, while micro, small, medium, and large enterprises retooled their business strategies to rebuild resilience, renewal, and reinvention. As we were still contending with the headwinds of the pandemic, our young people reminded us that the issues that matter to them must be the central priority of policy and governance. In doing so, they also demanded a prominent role in shaping the future of our country. We must not remain deaf to these demands. NEST 26 proposed several recommendations that were organized around five thematic outcomes. One, ensuring a resilient economic recovery. Two, strengthening partnerships. Three, unlocking subnational competitiveness. Four, meeting the Sustainable Development Goals by 2030. And five, empowering the Nigerian youth. We note that the NEST 26 report has been presented to the Federal Executive Council and the National Economic Council, and we eagerly still look forward to the implementation of its key recommendations. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, the 27th Nigerian Economic Summit will continue from where we stopped last year with the theme, Securing Our Future, the Fierce Urgency of Now. We have had two recessions in five years, aggravated by multiple vulnerabilities across political, economic, security, social, environmental, legal, and technological fronts. Like never before, the Nigerian Economic Summit is compelled to call on the collective will, capacity, resources, and commitment of all leaders in the governing class, in the business class, and in civil society to rise to the occasion of our times. This is no time for petty quarrels, blame games, and finger pointing. It is time to secure our future, all working well together with fierce urgency, utilizing every arsenal and capability at our disposal. The urgency is also anchored on leveraging on the greatest opportunities of these times, which require the will to make and implement the right choices. The urgency to reopen our economy differently and attractively, the urgency to resolve our security problems, the urgency to ensure macroeconomic stability, 
the urgency to accelerate our digital and technological capacities, the urgency of seizing the competitive African market space created by the commencement of the African continental free trade area, the urgency to not just grow tax revenues, but to grow our non-oil export revenues, the urgency to attract and acquire fourth industrial revolution technologies, and the urgency to create innovative and transformative solutions to social problems and to climate changes. The fierce urgency of now implies that unless we take deliberate and focused steps to transform our society, Nigeria will be left far behind, not just by the world, but also by several emergent bright spots in Africa. And our people will continue to wallow in poverty, hunger, insecurity, and division. We can no longer afford to dream and theorize about the right policies, projects, and programs that will prepare us for the fourth industrial revolution. Nor can we gaze in admiration or envy at other countries as they leave us far behind. We also can, cannot continue to allow the pervasive despondency leading our youth to migrate to other countries. We're losing their skills and talent at a time when we need our best minds to tackle our most pressing problems and challenges. Nigeria must be a beacon of hope and possibilities. Let us remember that even amidst a global economic crisis unleashed by the pandemic and a difficult local environment, Nigerian technological entrepreneurs were able to take advantage of the digital transformation to succeed and boldly raise local and foreign investments. As I stand before you today, three out of Africa's four startup unicorns, that is companies valued in excess of $1 billion, were founded by young Nigerian entrepreneurs. We celebrate the achievements of InterSwitch, Flutterwave, and Jumia. We can create and enable many more unicorns. Let us also remember that our government's response to the pandemic was adjudged as being one of the most effective, timely, and responsible in the world. The rest of the world truly marveled at the level of competence and sophistication that came out of our country. A strong sign of what we can achieve when we set our minds to a task diligently, fairly, and efficiently. I am convinced that our path to greatness lies within our people, but we must inspire and support ourselves to believe in our country and trust our leaders. In turn, our leaders must act to earn our trust. As we look forward to the launch of the implementation of the Medium-Term National Development Plan 2021 to 2025, Nigerians expect that it will signal a strong commitment to advancing the key imperatives for national development. The clock is ticking and every minute counts in the daily lives of Nigerians. Even as the excruciating pain caused by rising underemployment, inflation, insecurity, poverty, 
and inequality continues to challenge us, we know that there is always a silver lining that can overshadow the cloud. But it will not happen by chance. We must be humble to accept where we have taken wrong policy decisions and reverse ourselves. We must be open to new ideas and innovations that can quickly transform our economy. We must act boldly and with courage in the best interest of all Nigerians. The world is looking at us, but the world is not waiting for us. Mr. President, sir, through the Vice President, as you set the defining legacy of your eight-year term, there are still too many of our people who are too poor and without hope. Too many of our children who are out of school and without care. Too many of our able men and women without work. And too many of our businesses without prospects. We're still de too dependent on crude oil and there are still too many deliberate points of leakage in our government. Nigerians still feel unsafe and insecure. Your Excellencies, our state governors, here ably represented, you must do more to eradicate poverty in your states. Open up your rural sectors, provide extension services to your farmers, provide them with storage facilities and route to markets, improve the quality of education of your children, improve your healthcare facilities, enhance your internally generated revenue, and do more to attract investments into your states. To my colleagues in the private sector, we must do everything possible to partner with and selflessly support the governments of, Professor, of President Muhammadu Buhari GCFR and our state governors and help secure a legacy that sets us on the path of an economy growing strongly, inclusively, and assuring a great and fair country where we live healthily in sibling harmony and safety. We do not have any other country. The so-called Plan B is not feasible or actionable for most Nigerians. The only viable plan that can deliver improved quality of life for our people is the commitment of leaders across board to now urgently execute visionary, broad-based policies and programs to create a great, safe, comfortable, productive, efficient, and developed Nigeria. Our challenges are many, but let us not despair. We have no problems that have not been solved in other countries, including in other African countries. We are not an inferior people. On the contrary, all over the world, the sons and daughters of this land have excelled in all fields. We can do this together. Let us get to work urgently. I thank you for being here. I wish us all a successful 27th Nigerian Economic Summit. May God Almighty continue to bless our country. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our content today. 
Remember to subscribe to the NESG Radio. Follow us across all social media channels and visit our website www.nesgroup.org forward slash NESG Radio. NESG in the national interest.